0: Feeling down, maybe a little blue, why not try Peepee Figaro's Phantasmagorical Mood Enhancer, the luxurious elixir to cure what ails ya. For only two gold pieces and one shiny halfpenny, you too can have a taste of our secret ingredient. It's Oops All Necromancers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am your dungeon master, Oz the Great and Powerful, and join me at the table, our bug...
1: Finny, satyr druid, running for my life because I tried to steal a knife!
2: See? <laughs> Madam L, half-elf bard, swindling equestrian lawyers out of house, home, and most importantly, horses... And Brie.
3: Sorendal, Hobgoblin Necromancer, I have a gun now.
2: <laughs> Before we get started, I wanted to let you guys know that we have a Patreon up and Woo-hoo! running now. You can get there uh, by navigating to our links page at bit.ly slash all necromancers. Uh, at the end of the episode, we'll have a little more about our social media and and stuff that we're going to have up on the Patreon, but that's it for now
0: that is bit.ly ignore my spelling <laughs> mistake you'll figure it out i'm sure we'll have the link in the description okay so real quick let's recap what happened last time at the green Ferry and outside helveteer with a pile of dead guards and blood on their hands, it was time for our intrepid trio to make like a tree and fucking get out of town. Finny and Soren took a quick sewer trip to meet Ielena, I said it right this time, who helped fix the corpse problem. Also, they got some guns. Madamel got a once in a lifetime buy one get one horse deal, setting the stage for this game to turn real western. Unfortunately, that did not happen, but our little idiots did escape Helveteer with a quick flash of a very important ring. Finally, we stopped by the graveyard to say goodbye to Finney's family, and that's where we are now. So yeah, this is probably going to be about most of a day's travel. I mean you guys set out the city, you know, about noonish or whatever. Uh, so how exactly are y'all gonna go about this? I mean who's going to be driving? Are you guys gonna switch off or Is anyone going to be keeping a lookout while you're driving, that sort of thing, just sort of hanging out? Uh,
3: I'm pretty paranoid so...
0: Yeah, but what about Soren? Oh.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> bad joke. It was a bad joke. I think Madame L would be averse to driving. <laughs> yeah, sounds like peasant work to me.
5: I don't know if Finny would be allowed to drive. No, I don't, which is why I think Soren's gonna do it, is because he's gonna look at Madame L and she's like, oh, I don't fucking think so. And look at Finny like, mm, best not. <laughs> and Finny's shaking his head up and down like, yes, Yes, I'll
3: no, do it, yes. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll take care of the uh, driving end of things, everyone. But I, yeah, I was already, wait, I was already driving it.
2: Yeah, I feel like after we said goodbye to Finny's parents, maybe we kind of solidified those roles a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Madame Mel really hasn't spent much time outside of Helveteer, at least not since she was much younger. So I think she would kind of like nonchalantly be kind of excited. Uh, like, even given the circumstances, I think she would be just kind of like looking around, like watching the countryside.
5: I think Finny is very, very excited. I think Finny, out, out of his shed or er, home, he grabbed like little toy things that he has collected over the years. Um, he makes like little stick figurines out of like grass and sticks and stuff. And he also has like a little notepad and he's playing tic-tac-toe with um, Wallace in the back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Soren's kind of probably loving it because like he's sort of a honestly more of an outdoorsy type than a little city slicker, to tell you the truth. Um, so he's probably actually like kind of ch- a little bit more chill, <laughs> uh, probably enjoying being outdoors. Suit jacket off, suspenders out. It is chill cart time.
0: Now I do have to ask, and I don't know if I already asked this on the podcast or not. Does he have driving goggles and or driving gloves?
3: Uh, Probably not special driving gloves. He probably keeps his regular gloves. Oh, actually no, he might take, well, I don't know. Doesn't have driving goggles.
2: (laughs) He's not that steampunk. Shame. Come on Oz, why why are you trying to do this to us?
3: (laughs) Don't steampunk my wizard.
2: I can't remember if we touched on this in the in the level up episode, but is there like a no like mm-hmm. we get out of the city, is there like a known effect to being in Helvetir and being around all of the hell like are we already yes. feeling better not being there? <laughs>
5: not being surrounded by hell vibes?
2: The infernal vibes. Um, I think that
0: it is not something that is uh directly noticeable like you don't walk through the gates or approach the city or whatever and it's just like yeah become evil but i think that for a lot of you it's just or a lot of you all three of you it's just sort of freeing Mm -hmm. uh soren especially because his job is just drive a wagon now well and also the other thing um but it's like there's no guards he doesn't have to really worry about anyone figuring anything out about him because you're just out on the mm-hmm. road. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, I feel like for Madame L, you know, it's just being out of the city and away from what is just a whole nest of problems.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're just travelers now.
0: And Finny's generally just vibing anywhere, yeah. but also, <laughs> you know, getting to see... I feel like Finny has a lot of... uh small town boy energy. <laughs> you know, he's just a, a simple little guy. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, but yeah, there is uh, not a particular lot to see as you guys are traveling along this road that sort of loops around west and then heads up north uh, around the border of the city. Uh, it goes, you know, about a oh, half mile, mile out from the city wall proper. Uh, and you guys are just sort of ambling through farmlands. And, you know, there's corn and wheat and Standard and Midwest fair. Your Midwestern fair. Uh, there are some... You can definitely smell, like, the livestock farms before you see them. <gasps> Cow. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are.
3: Sorry definitely does
0: that. <laughs> there are cows that are... These cows are kind of absolutely just fucking yoked.
5: I don't know if, I don't know if Finny's ever seen a cow before.
0: Really? Well, hmm.
5: Well, because he's never left like the city or the cemetery. So I don't.
0: This is true. He probably never saw them in an alive yeah. form.
5: And so I think Finny peeks out and he's like, Oh my God, those things can be alive. Um, y-
3: yes. Oh, that's a cow. Wow cow.
2: Madam has never seen a live cow before either, but <laughs> she's not, she's, she's not going to let that on.
5: Finny, Finny studies the cow mm. uh, intensely and um, just mentally takes note in case Finny later on wants to turn into a cow. Mm. Mm. I will point out like if we see other animals or
3: like livestock or like I don't really know if there would be birds around here, but if there's any birds or anything, I will if I notice them, i will I will try to point them out to Finney. Can I roll for birds? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I can tell you with just your perception that the airspace is because you have uh, you know a base sixteen perception, the airspace is fairly clear, but you do see the occasional uh, crow on a scarecrow. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and everyone give me a perception check as you're passing one of these scarecrows that's a couple hundred feet out in the field that has a couple crows on it pecking.
2: I got a 12.
5: Mm-hmm. I got a 7. Well, holy moly, I got 23.
0: Hot damn. Uh, so the only one who really focuses in, and perhaps this is from your living in a graveyard and dealing with death a bit more than the others potentially, Uh, You notice that it is underneath the sackcloth on its head and hat and, you know, Scarecrow get up. It's a corpse.
5: Okay. Uh,
0: And maybe you see this just as one of the crows uh, pulls out a half-rotted eye and Uh (laughs) swallows it down. Oh! It's a corpse. The Scarecrows are corpses.
3: Hey. Uh, Yes, Bunny. Does that?
1: Mm, Never mind. Okay.
0: And uh, as you guys are traveling, the roads are not, like, barren. Uh, Every now and again, you will get just, like, someone traveling on foot or whatever, because this main road uh, that passes to the west of Helveteer uh, is, well, just the, like, main route of travel for people with offshoot roads and whatnot. Uh, And there is just a pig farmer who's, he's got uh, a bell on top of, like, his staff. And he's just sort of lightly ringing the bell back and forth. He's going, low pigs, low pigs.
5: Oh, my God. Uh,
0: (laughs) You see that these pigs are more boar-like than your typical pig, uh, sort of reddish, Uh and have massive fucking tusks.
5: Oh, baby. Incredible. Finny is going to intensely stare at these pigs. And
0: there's uh, (laughs) one, like, huge boar- A couple of smaller boars and a sow that is actively nursing a piglet that's just sort of dragging from the udder. (laughs) Uh, And then a couple other little piglets going by, one of which has tiny little horns.
4: Oh! I love them!
0: And as you guys are passing, uh, the pig farmer looks up at you. Soren, he's just sort of this lanky older guy and goes, lower that, and just sort of tips his hat at you and keeps going.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, uh, good day to you.
0: Oh, it's a day alright. Uh, it seems like he's heading the other way, whether he's taking these pigs in for the slaughter, or just, you know. No! Taking them for a walk, it might be that he has them graze in a field somewhere nearby that is not, like, crop-specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as you guys make your way along, the day sort of passes by, uh, a lazy, warm spring day. Uh, the gentle sense of farmland and also uh, livestock drifting on the air, uh, and also highs or lows?
3: Uh, uh, highs!
0: So, as you guys are riding along, and it's about 4 p.m. at this time, uh, you notice a trail of dust starting to drift up uh, from directly in front of you, and this road is wide enough that two wagons could pass easily by each other Mm -hmm. Um, and as you're passing by to your right there's a chicken farm with some real fucked up looking chickens Uh, they (laughs) Mm -hmm. seem to be mostly skin oh no Uh, if you want to give me a nature check on what those are or arcana either works that's fine it's just a fun side thing it has nothing to do with uh, the dust
5: oh damn how did I do so bad I
2: only got a 5
5: I'm the druid y'all I got pretty high. Did you say Arcana or...
2: Arcana or
0: Danger?
3: I got a 23.
0: Oh, yeah, you know about those. Those are abyssal chickens.
3: Hmm. Uh, And these, uh, Finny, are abyssal chickens. What the... What the fuck? They're kind of cute, huh? What the fuck is that?
0: (laughs) If you have not seen what an abyssal chicken looks like, I recommend you look it up and try and find a picture in which... Uh, it's wings are spread. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> was our was our luck roll for abyssal chickens? We got to see them? No, it was not. Uh, but anyway,
0: as you pass this abyssal chicken farm, that cloud of dust keeps getting closer and closer.
3: Uh, can I roll to see uh, how hard I'm judging how these chickens are being kept? Ch-
0: I don't even know what you'd roll for that, but you can also just decide. That is fine cool, Um, too.
5: May I perceive the dust cloud approaching us?
0: You may perceive the dust cloud approaching you, yes.
5: I got a 14.
2: Madame Al got a 7. The dust got in her eyes. (laughs) Uh, With 14, it's not hard to see
0: through this dust. Because like I said, you've still got some daylight going and whatnot. So you see five people mounted on horses... Uh, The leader is wearing some shining chainmail, and he's got, like, a breastplate over it. Uh, And then behind them are four other people on horses who are wearing either a mix of, like, chainmail or leather or, uh, like, a brigandine or that sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And then attached to the pommel of the front horse, led by this knight in shining armor, is a large banner Uh, like a large crimson banner and emblazoned on it is a black symbol that looks like a serrated double-bitted ax. So a double-bitted ax is an ax with uh, like two ax heads, one on each side.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Vinny, I don't think you would know this symbol, uh, but you can give me a history check and, or if you ask either of your compatriots, they can also give me a history check. Uh, Madam L. And Soren would actually have advantage on this.
5: Okay. Well, I think Finney goes. Um,
1: there's a fancy, fancy metal man in the dust. There's lots of them. Oh. And what? There's a, oh. They have like a flag, fancy flag,
5: with a axe thingy on it. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna squint, try to shade my eyes, and peep this flag. Um. I got 14 on history.
2: I only got a seven. Madame L. and Soren have advantage. Yeah, I only got a seven.
3: Uh uh, twelve.
2: Hmm. So, Finny,
0: you think for a second, and then you realize that you saw this symbol maybe as like a maker's mark, or maybe it was in Agnisiman's actual grave uh buried with him was a banner sort of like this. Uh, and do you know that Agnisiman's owner was a servant under the duke of war lilith
5: okay
1: um guys i don't i don't know i don't know if this is good
0: oh and also they're heading in in your direction and the leader is looking your way so what are you guys doing you have uh, about 500 feet between you before you guys would get close enough to interact
5: maybe we just act natural Um, yeah uh yeah Uh uh-huh
1: we're normal. We're just normal. We're just normal Finny, people. he looks at Wallace just
5: and is
3: like, "Get in my cloak, please." Uh, um, Madam L. Uh, <laughs> so um, you have any extra um uh, tricks up your sleeve if this becomes an issue?
2: I say we just act casual, and mm. if it becomes a problem, we just kick it into gear. Okay. You know, you know, these the, the gears of these horses. So run. Not 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 immediately, though.
3: It's uh, it's tempting. Okay. All right. Feet. So okay. So, um, Madam L, uh, just a quick question. We need to get a story straight here. Um, so what is it? 300 where are we, what feet. What are we doing? Who are we? <laughs> and what are, where are we going? We're doing business.
0: We are 200 feet.
3: <laughs> business. Business time. We'll just let you do the talking. Okay, Madam yeah, L? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good at tricking people.
0: <laughs> sure. And they're within about 60 feet of you. Okay,
5: Finny's okay. just in the back doodling in his notebook.
0: And they start to slow.
5: Are they looking at us?
0: They are.
3: Good morrow!
0: <laughs> now Soren, give me a deception check, please.
3: Okay, so I rolled an 18. Uh, My deception is a negative minus one, so 17.
0: So, at this point, they are fairly close and have slowed to more of just like a canter and the lead well, we'll just say night for now turns to you and goes good morrow Mm -hmm. sir why don't you stop the wagon for me
3: (sighs) is there a problem
0: I think we'll just have a little discussion about why you're out on the road
3: oh um uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just the driver here. Um, sh- she's in charge.
0: Sir, climb down from the wagon for me.
3: Oh, uh, certainly. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna get out of the cart. I'm getting out of the cart. I'm making, like, really panicked glances. <laughs>
2: Madamel's like, oh. gonna scoot over towards them and say, Oh, please, please excuse my driver. His, his etiquette is is just terrible, but he does know how to move a wagon about.
5: Benny is, like, peeking out a crack of the, uh, the covered part of the wagon, just waiting, watching.
2: Nope, they don't see anything. And you are? My name is Letalee Erkin. I am a merchant. I'm traveling to the outer border towns in order to sell these textiles and finery uh, to the people there. Right then, and your merchant's license,
0: please. Ugh.
5: I think Finny Finny is going to peek his Finny's going to peek his head from out out behind the carriage and go,
0: mm-hmm.
5: "Oh, madam, I I put it back here. Um it's back here." And um Finny jumps out and is like pointing to the back and is like it's in the back, in the trunk, right over there to the right. And um then Finny like kind of like bounds over. Um, to the knights and is like, wow, you guys look so cool. I've never
1: seen right. such
5: shiny armor before.
0: Finny, I would like a deception check, please.
5: I do think Finny actually thinks they look cool, so I don't think Finny's actually lying about that.
0: I'm going to say that a lot of this lying is solid, so we're going to go with advantage on this.
5: What about persuasion?
0: It is not persuading. It You... At, at the very least, you were fabricating the first part about this license, right? Like, we know that you guys know that you don't have this license. So. Okay.
5: Deception? Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: you do have
2: advantage.
5: Advantage. Quick
3: question. Does Madam L know what these licenses even look like?
2: Probably. At least to the... I mean, she grew up in in the aristocracy, so I think she would have an idea of it.
5: Well, Finny got a 19. So.
2: Okay. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Yeah.
5: So there is nothing
3: obscuring me right now, right?
0: There are four people staring directly at you, while one is mounted on a horse looking at Madame L.
2: Madame L should follow Finney's lead mm-hmm. uh, and move around to the to the back of the trunk and and ruffle some some things around. And it, when she's in the back of the cart, it's covered, so she'll cast minor illusion Correct. and try to fabricate one of these things and say, "Oh." Just a second, I'll, I'll be right back.
5: While she's doing that, Finny is just like, Whoa, what's this stuff made out of?
2: Whoa, that's... That's steel.
1: Wow. You guys yes. are, like, super tough, aren't you?
0: And uh, the guard that I assume you have approached and are grabbing at his chainmail, uh, sort of puffs up his chest a bit and goes, Yes. <laughs>
3: Uh, I, like, raise my hand like a kid in class. Um, does anybody respond?
0: Citizen, do you require water?
3: Uh, no. Um, I, uh, have been driving the cart for several hours now, and we haven't had a chance to stop. Yes. Uh, May I, um, tend to my necessaries, please?
1: Oh yeah, he's got like a really small bladder. He does this all the time. I, I'm sorry,
3: it's true. Kitten, just like bladder of a kitten.
0: You guys are lying at points that you don't need to. I was gonna let this that one- This is not
3: a lie.
0: He has a tiny bladder. Canonically, Soren <laughs> doll has a tiny bladder and is a little pee-pee boy all the time.
4: I was just saying that he's really anxious and it's making him have to pee.
0: Of course, citizen. I will stand guard while you release your bowels. <laughs> <laughs> this guard uh, turns to the other three and goes, keep an eye on the child. The children are our future.
1: I want to be wa- like, like you guys when I grow up.
0: Uh, I should also mention that this guard is a warforged.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Loving it.
2: Do we need to resolve uh, the bathroom issue or can Madam come out now? We can leave the bathroom issue unless Soren's
0: doing some shenanigans, but the Madam L thing will resolve first because these will be happening
2: simultaneously. Okay. So Madam L has casted minor illusion to try to fabricate uh, one of these documents. And she's going to come out the front. I imagine that the wagon is open in the front, so you can get to the front, like, seat. That is correct. So she's going to come out and be tenderly holding this illusory contract because um, mm-hmm. this is the only way i can think to do it and um, she will say i found the the contract if if you'll come come up a little closer sir it's it's rather old the the darkness dissipators' offices aren't that keen on issuing updated contract, so mine is rather old, you know. They're not like the the courts or the, the offices of law. So if you could come a little bit closer, I can I can sh- show it to you. It's a, it's very delicate and, and brittle though.
0: Sure, sure. Let me go ahead and have a look at that there. One, give me a deception check. <laughs> okay. Also, you're lucky your story lines up. You specified what you were selling before you chose a darkness. Mm hmm. If you you could have chosen poorly and then that would have created an incongruency which would have given you disadvantage on this check. Instead you have advantage because everything's lining up.
2: Okay. Eight and I have plus five so that's a uh, 13? 13. Yes.
3: Oh man you got an eight. Eight mm-hmm. was
2: the higher of the two? I have an advantage? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay I didn't yes, see that. Yes you have advantage because everything's lining up because you said textiles. Uh, um, I just rolled a nine this time so um, <laughs> it okay. is a well,
0: 14. 14. It's gonna so what is your spell save DC
2: uh, my spell save DC is 13
0: because here's the thing Th- the main thing is is that an illusion looks real until someone investigates it Mm-hmm. and so he's going to investigate it
2: yeah
0: oh you only got a 7 you're fine <laughs> he's Woo-hoo! not super smart he goes I I guess everything's in order here Contract looks real enough. Well then, I guess you can be on your way. Safe travels. Thank you, um... Ah, please, where are my manners? Sire Heinrich von Vaughn, perhaps you've heard of me.
3: Have we heard of you?
0: <laughs> you have not. You absolutely have
2: not.
1: <laughs> sir von Vaughn, wow!
2: Thank you, Sir von von, for your for your service to Helveteer.
3: I mean, uh, yes, wonderful fine work! Okay, what
2: were you doing with your piss journey?
3: The plan was I didn't want to be standing in the middle of a bunch of fucking guards if something <laughs> if things broke um bad.
0: Uh, yeah, when you go around the car, the uh, Warforge follows you and goes, "Feel free to empty your bladder, citizen. Be at ease."
3: You know, I don't think I have to anymore.
0: Ah, incontinence. <laughs> I understand this affects some of you meatbags. I mean citizens. Right then.
3: I'm just going to go, um, back, if I may.
0: Yes, indeed.
3: Okay, so, um, are we, uh, I guess I climb back in the little driver's bench. Um, are we, uh, free to continue?
0: Yes, enjoy, citizens. Gaze upon our fertile lands.
1: I hope I see you you guys again one day. You're just so cool, and I just, I can't wait to grow up and be a strong knight. That's my dream. (laughs) While Finny's talking,
3: I'm going to be like, okay, time to go. It's horse moving time.
0: Perhaps one day you can be my squire, says the Warforge.
3: Ah, squire? Yes. We're, like, slowly pulling away from the... Bye!
0: And, yeah, uh, the rest of your journey as far as catching up with the circus is fairly uneventful. Like I said, the sound of that calliope just gets louder and louder as you travel further north. And when you're probably just able to see the tail end of the train uh, or of this caravan, uh, you can see, like, the steam rising from the calliope. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check as something blots out the late evening sun.
2: Huh. I've been rolling really bad perception uh, checks.
0: I
5: got a 13.
2: I got a 7.
3: I got an 11.
2: Once again, Finny is the
0: only one to <laughs> see. Um, My
3: passive is higher, but I guess what I'm trying to pay attention, I can't see anything. Finny's just
5: so stoked. Finney's just so
0: He's like pumped a, to be a out. That kid
2: looking out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. You see that
0: what just passed in front of the uh, sun is a massive red shape uh, hurtling through the air. Okay. Trailing uh, a bit of flame and a bit of smoke.
5: What? <laughs>
0: that as you stare, you recognize it as a dragon.
5: Oh my fucking god. Um,
0: god. <laughs> a red dragon specifically whose scales shimmer in the evening sunlight.
5: Then he goes, Ah, uh, what what was that? It was
1: ah uh, what a lizard in the sky?
2: <laughs> a sky lizard?
1: W- yeah. What? A li- a lizard and there's a lizard in the sky.
0: Which kind of sky lizard? <laughs> there are so many. Anyway, you would have to have gotten a bit of a higher check to see more detail than that, but uh, it does not seem to be
2: descending. It's just heading north.
4: Hmm.
2: It's like the ho-o at the beginning of Pokemon.
3: Oh mm-hmm. yeah,
2: <laughs> a little a little treat for later, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, correct me if
0: I'm wrong. You generally don't end up stabbing the ho-o with a sword, <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, it depends on how you play. It's been a long time since i played the game, but I I don't recall any swords. None of us have
3: swords, so we wouldn't be doing that.
0: I have a sword. One of you has a sword.
3: Oh, a sword cane. I forgot.
0: So now that you guys have circled completely around Helveteer and uh, you join up with a road that leads directly north from Helveteer on which this uh, circus is traveling and... As you approach, is uh, taking up the entire right side of this road, um, and you could you know pass either side if you want, or you could just follow behind it. Uh, but the Calliope is just getting louder and louder.
3: <laughs> oh God!
0: And you see that at the very back is a steam-powered wagon, and at the back of this wagon there seems to be a full-length uh, set of keys, as in you know keyboard, that a tall blonde elf. Is playing. They have long blonde hair, you know, pointed ears, that kind of thing, uh, lighter skin tone, and they are wearing a sort of uh, leotard. And then, riding next to this on the right-hand side is a almost identical tall blonde elf <laughs> that is riding on a penny farthing. <gasps> and as you continue a little further up, you see that this steam-powered wagon uh, is not drawn by horses is in fact seemingly powered by the steam and riding upon it with driving goggles and gloves and a steering (laughs) wheel is a third near identical blonde elf.
5: Wow.
2: Mm.
0: And at this point the calliope is so loud (laughs) that it is hard
2: to hear each other. (laughs) Madame L is going to yell up at the, the driver and say excuse me excuse me and the driver waves at you uh,
0: and you see on the sides of this calliope there are sort of murals of different beasts and seems to be some sort of clowns uh, and what have you. And the driver, once again, just like I said, turns and waves at you a little bit but does not seem hmm. to... They point at their ears and then just sort of shake their head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Madam Yes, Mr. Soren. What's the plan here? We need to talk to their leader, I guess. As
0: you guys are riding your wagon alongside this steam engine calliope, the uh, elf riding the penny farthing is just sort of circling around you guys. Far enough out that it's not spooking the horses or anything.
2: Mr. Soren, just keep driving up and we'll, we'll find whoever's leading the caravan.
3: Okay, and you expect them to meet with us?
2: Why? Well, because I'm Madame L, purveyor of sights unseen. (laughs) Sights unseen.
4: Uh
3: Uh-huh. Okay. I guess I speed up.
0: So as you pass, uh, you see what seems to be a perfect 10 foot by 10 foot by 10 foot cube that is mostly translucent, slightly green-tinged that is leaving a uh, very slight trail in the dirt of this road uh, that is just sort of scooting along. The next wagon after this is very small, only about three feet tall, uh, being pulled by two giant rats. And As you guys pass, uh, there is, like, one goblin in a jester's outfit and, like, clown makeup sitting on top who's, you know, directing the rats. Uh, But as you guys pass, a shutter on the side pops open, and this wagon seems to be holding more goblins than it really (laughs) should be able to. As you see uh, six different distinct clown faces sort of pop their head out and wave at you.
5: Finny Finney places Wallace on his shoulder and is like, look! You're brotherin! And points at the giant rats.
0: And then a little further up in front of uh, this clown wagon, as we'll call it, uh, is what seems to be a massive box on wheels that just says, uh, property of JJ Geronimus on the side. Okay. Um, and there is no driver sitting on top of it, but it is instead being pulled by a eight-foot-tall elephant man uh-huh. who's positively ripped in wearing only a speedo.
3: Wow. <laughs> I guess I point at the sign and I'm like, at least we're in the right place. Finny, don't touch anything. But it all looks so cool. And don't touch anything, okay? Uh-
0: And as you guys pass on the right-hand side of him, he turns and sort of waves with his uh, trunk and then looks directly at, mm, let's see, Finny and Winks (laughs) and then just keeps on going. Wow! As you guys are progressing, it's getting a little less noisy from the Clivey. Still Mm -hmm. fucking loud, but a little less noisy, uh, and you see what seems to be a giant beehive, like, say, 10 foot tall, and out of its sides are a multitude of segmented legs that are just sort of scuttling along. Wow. Wow. Uh, And sitting on top of this beehive, just sort of cross-legged, arms crossed in front of their chest, is a uh, small gnome who is wearing, like, a leather vest and, you know, just some sort of loose pants, uh, who is heavily tattooed and has, like, this bright lime green wild hair and these large mutton chops, uh, who's just sort of seems to be focused on something. Their eyes are closed and swarming around them, forming sort of, like, uh, different orbits and whatnot is a multitude of something that are glowing gold and moving very fast.
3: Okay, I got to tell you, Oz, this is sick as fuck, and Soren is having a panic attack.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. Um, And you see that this gnome is just sort of holding in their hands a uh, coiled whip and seems to be sort of oblivious to the world.
2: Do you have a voice for this character yet, Oz?
0: Just, if you want to talk to him, talk to him. I'll figure something out.
2: Yeah. uh, Madame L, I think, uh, is still trying to find, uh, how do you say his name? Ringmaster Gerononymous? Yeah. So she'll yell up at the gnome and say, Excuse me, can you direct us to Ringmaster Gerononymous? And you see this
0: person just sort of, they scrunch up their face a little bit, and then pop open an eye and just point forward and then sort of nods at you and closes their eyes again keeps focusing on something. (laughs) Uh, Whenever you talk to them and sort of seemingly broke their focus, you notice that these perfect concentric rings of whatever the swarm is uh, broke up into a cloud.
3: Can I roll a check? I want to know what these things are.
0: Yeah, sure can. Uh, it'd be nature.
3: Nature? Uh, dirty 20.
0: Um, You are pretty sure you have read briefly about a sort of practice in the Thelmeric Expanse mm-hmm. uh, in which people who are like woodsmen or hunters or whatever will occasionally have a deeper connection to the Fae. Mm-hmm. Um, and will manifest, manifest that connection as a swarm. They are known as Swarm Rangers.
3: Whoa. Mm-hmm. Do I know what the bugs are?
0: Whenever the swarm broke up and they were moving a bit slower, you noticed that they were uh, small golden bees.
5: Bees. I'm allergic to bees. Wait, just kidding. Okay, I was like, wait, you as a human or you no. as Soren? Because I didn't think you were. No.
2: Soren doll, piss baby, allergic to bees.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my intro for the next episode.
2: <laughs> okay, so we saw the the bee man.
0: The bee man, with this massive hive. Uh, as you guys pass in front of it you see that there is just sort of a door attached to the front, like a framing for a door with, you know, eaves and everything attached to the front of this hive. As you continue along, there is a row of interconnected enclosures. It looks like they are connected together between each of them with some sort of webbing uh, that, like, a thick strand that sort of spreads out to You know, the front of one and then the back of the other, and then the middle one is connected on both ends, and then Mm -hmm. there's one up front. Uh, But the very back wheeled conveyance uh, is a solid metal cage, like tops, bottoms, all metal, and is all mesh. And you see uh, a dwarf that is basically all hair. Um, <laughs> incredibly long hair, beard that goes down to almost the tips of his toes, completely covering the front of him, uh, basically covering the back of him, uh, big muscular arms, and he is just gripping the bars of his cage and watching you guys go past.
3: Um, <laughs> suspicious. This seems pretty fucked up. Uh-huh.
0: In the middle is what looks like a... Giant fish tank on wheels. Ooh. And swimming inside, you see a kuatoa. A Kuotoa mm. is a fish person. Think more shadows over Insmith rather than shape of water.
3: Less fuckable is what you're saying.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: that really depends on who you ask, I think. But... Can Madame L roll a perception check to see if the fish person looks happy? Uh, I think that'd be an insight check. Insight, okay. I got a nat 20.
3: Oh my god. Wow.
2: I form a connection. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) The, I mean, facial expressions
0: are different for a fishman, but seems pretty fine. I mean, you know.
5: Not like trapped against his will? No.
0: I mean, the top of the tank is open. Okay. Um...
5: You could come out if you want.
0: Yeah, if you guys want, you could do a nature if you want to know if this thing can survive on land or not or whatever, but...
3: I'm still looking at this poor dwarf who's just imprisoned and...
0: (laughs) Uh, I will say that this dwarf also seems to have a lot of tattoos, Uh, But Mm -hmm. they are not like of a thing of like, you know, an anchor or a heart that says mom or whatever, but seem to be a little more just general sort of uh, line work that if you look long enough, seems to form the shape of animals. Mm. Uh, Like some of it is, you know, you can maybe see what might be the wing of a bird here or like the face of a wolf here.
3: I kind of slow down the cart a little bit as we go past.
0: There is no talking, no reaching out at you, just sort of staring. Uh, as you pass this Kuitoa's uh tank, they swim up towards the top and pop their head over it and, you know, arms over and are leaning, kind of like they're on the side of a hot tub. Ah. <laughs> and just go... Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
5: beautiful Finny just waves hi
0: they also wave
5: that's beautiful
0: Uh, after that enclosure is a almost bathysphere type ball sort of deal but it is made completely of wood and if you peer through the glass uh, portholes on the sides Mm. you see a large reddish bug type creature
5: Oh, can I do a perception check on that?
0: Uh, it'd be an arcana to figure out what it is.
5: Arcana. Okay. 11.
0: <laughs> You're pretty sure it's not from around here. It is a reddish creature with like sort of a long tail. Okay. <laughs> uh and then directly in front of that don't or that bath sphere type thing is a large well of web. Um, It seems like a near perfect sphere that just sort of has spokes sticking out of it which the wheels are attached to.
3: Is it obstructing our path?
0: Nope. It is not obstructing your path but you cannot see anything as far as what is contained in this what it is. It just seems to be a ball of web on wheels. And this entire long strand, all four of those were interconnected, uh, is being pulled by a, oh, about 10-foot-tall hulking orange uh, gorilla-looking creature Mm. um, that has thick bands of, uh, it looks like brass, around its wrists and throat. Uh, It is still connected to a harness, like it's not pulling it by those uh rings but
3: yeah can i make a check
0: you can give me a arcana check or religion check anyone who wants to do so
3: uh so arcana would be a 23 i got an 18 on the dice plus five
0: hot damn uh i
3: know i've been rolling good
0: you don't know what that thing in the wood ball was but you know that this sucker is a barrel gorilla which is a type of demon. Oh wow! Um, as opposed to devil, demons are far more rare than devils. Yeah. Um, and you know that most likely this thing is here against its will because demons generally don't like uh, order.
5: Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm
3: uh-huh. g- uh huh. Yeah. Oh, hey Finny. Yes. Get away from the um edge, please. Why? A little closer, just fluffy thing. I'll tell you in a minute. Just a little, little further in, okay? Hands inside the vehicle, okay? Safety first. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Madam L.
2: Yes, Mr. Soren.
3: So I know, uh, we're like on the run and all, um, and maybe wanted for murder, um. Do you know what that is?
2: Well, it looks like a giant monkey to me.
3: Uh Uh-huh, um, ah, that's, that's a demon. Uh, one who appears to be bound. Um, they don't generally like that, as I imagine most people don't. And most of the time, they find a way out.
2: Well, uh, beggars can't be choosers, Mr. Soren.
3: (laughs) I don't see this. What I'm. My concern here, Madam L, is that we went from a bad, dangerous situation into a more colorful, but equally bad and dangerous situation.
2: Now, we don't know that. We're not. Aren't you glad to be rid of that. that horrible city?
3: Well, that is yet to be
2: determined. Well, you could go back if you'd like.
3: Okay, the demons are fine. The demons are fine. Madame L, the demons are fine. You know, the demons are fine. It's fine. It's fine.
2: Demons, devils. Pick your poison, Mr. Soren.
3: It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's... <laughs> Just, I'm going to keep driving. I'm going to turn away from Madamel and keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> the demons are fine. No, no big deal. Someone's just got a captive, incredibly powerful extraplanar being. No big fucking deal. <laughs> it's fine.
2: I don't think it is very shocking for just, like We came from a place with like hell gates, right? Like, it's, uh-huh. Yeah. There's the Infernus gates. The servitude of infernal beings is like... Why, like, why wouldn't there be a demon? Like, I mean, it's it's not as normal as a devil, but like, no, it's not it's not terribly abnormal. A fiend is a fiend is a fiend. I think yeah. in Madame L's eyes. So yeah. you know.
3: Yeah, it's just like I guess, the, and there's not really a good way for me to get this point across, but like, if things work like that with devils because they're lawful. Things don't work like that with demons because they're not lawful.
0: (laughs) Madame L probably only got like a primer on demons, a.k.a. they exist. You don't want to bother with them because they're, you know, unruly and you can't, you can't form a working relationship. Well, you can, but it won't last long. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So, and she didn't pay attention to the primer anyway.
0: No, absolutely not. She doesn't care about <laughs> demons and devils and whatnot. A fiend is a fiend is a fiend. So, as you guys continue on, uh, it looks like you are nearing the end or start of this wagon train. Uh, as you see a large covered wagon um, that has sort of lamp posts connected to or not lamp posts but lamps connected to the front and back uh, and as you pass by you see that the side is decorated with images of like a staring pair of eyes that are shrouded in shadow and crystal balls and a tarot deck uh, and it is being pulled by a large Hercules beetle and <laughs> you see on the right hand side that it reads lady Z. Mistress of Mysteries.
5: Oh no. Oh. Oh no, rivalry! (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Woo, Soren is loving it.
1: Well, Madam L, it's like you. Yeah.
2: Well, it's- Just like you. Well, it's a, it's further down the alphabet. It's, it's not exactly like me.
3: You know, you know, Madam L,
5: L, Z, what's the difference? They're all letters, right? Finny has no idea that they're arguing and it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, like you could be best friends maybe.
0: She's ruffled. Uh, you do notice that for this large wagon, uh, there is no driver. Uh, it seems like the beetle is just doing its own thing. Oh. Uh, but there is no one with like reins or anything like that. What um,
3: color is the beetle?
0: Uh, a dark blue. Oh, <gasps> wow. Dark blue, and the underside is, like, black. And then in front of the beetle, a bit further up, is another one of those, like, big cubes on wheels uh, that once again says property of JJ Uh, And then finally, in front of that is... A red and black striped wagon uh, that is just sort of plastered with different posters of varying uh, age on the sides of it and there are uh, tall poles attached to the front and back with uh, pennant banners sort of waving with that red and black stripe uh, and it says on the side J.J. Jarononymous's wonderful flying circus or whatever the fuck I called it
2: I don't think it was flying. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Not
3: yet, anyway.
0: Uh, but yeah, it says all over it, JJJ uh, Anonymous's traveling circus. Um, and this, the large cube of uh, which once again seems to be storage and then this wagon are interconnected and they are being pulled by a about 12 foot tall black dog.
5: Ooh. There are many big, big friends. Yes, Mm -hmm. I enjoy all these big friends.
3: All right, big dog check. Is it a good boy? I got a one.
0: (laughs) On whether it's a good boy or not? You're not even sure if it's a boy or not. In fact, you're not certain it's a dog. You question if you've ever known what a dog is ever.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I sit in silent contemplation.
0: And uh, as you guys are pulling up alongside this wagon uh, and are looking at this dog, you hear a loud voice that seems to be directed at you guys from, oh, you know, about 15 foot up, go. Welcome, welcome. You must have received one of my posters. And as you turn and look to the right, you see a thin human standing on stilts that make him about 15 foot tall who is striding (laughs) at speed with your wagon
5: Oh my (laughs) god! Oh my
0: god! Who leans down and holds out a hand to Madam L and goes, JJ Gerononymous Nice to meet ya. Madam L the pleasure is mine. Of course, of course uh So what can we do for you, travelers?
1: I
2: want to be in the circus!
0: In the circus, you say? Perhaps we should
2: adjourn in my wagon and have a discussion. What do you say? That sounds excellent. Um, Who will... Mr. Soren, would you like to continue (laughs) driving the wagon, or... Who's going to drive their wagon? Give me just a moment, and he pulls out a little
0: bullhorn that he holds up uh, and points it down the wagon train and goes, Soup, we need a driver on the double. And (laughs) you see this cloud of dust start to rise from the back of this, like a separate, smaller cloud than, you know, from all the rest. Uh, And as it gets closer and closer, you see on a very small tricycle is one of the clowns <laughs> who does a front flip over the handlebars onto the back or onto the top of this wagon and goes, "Soupia, <laughs> let me take those from ya." Um, got something with the boss, do ya? Uh, what? And then he honks his nose.
3: Eh-eh. Uh, just um, <laughs> please take good care of um Buttercup and Buttercup too, please.
0: Ah, Buttercup, that's like a food, like me soup.
3: Uh, certainly. Um, thank you for your time.
0: Watch your step. Uh, I think that JJ calls for an all stop for a minute. So you guys can okay. kind of get situated and we can get your wagon into the train somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he goes, now, if you'll just excuse me, I'll slip into something a little more comfortable. And he leans down and opens the door on the side of his wagon and then steps back, lifts one long stilt, and starts putting oh it God. through the door. And it goes further than you think it really should. <laughs> and then he just sort of seems to step in. And then you see the other stilt flip into the ear and trail behind him. And when you guys look past him through the door, he is standing there, still very tall, but out of his stilts. And goes, come on in, come on in. Can I get you anything to drink? Tea is fine for me. Course, course. you yeah,
1: I'll have some of that fancy water, too.
0: Fancy water, of course. Anything for the young lad. And you, sir?
3: Water will be fine, thank you.
0: Fancy
2: or no?
3: Non-fancy.
2: Right, right. <laughs> Plain. Well, <please.
3: laughs> I'll, I'll have a glass of water. Plain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sir, if you'll please close the door behind you, we can sit down and get to business. What do you say?
3: Uh, certainly, uh, certainly. Um, I sort of warily closed the door.
0: So from the outside, the wagon was, you know, a a normal wagon size, like five feet across, uh, seven or eight feet tall, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the interior is pretty large, like a 20 by 20 room large. And other than the door that you guys came through there are two other doors one directly back from the main door and one to the right that don't they don't make sense with how this wagon looks from the outside mm-hmm. uh, but other than that there is a large canopy bed sort of caddy corner uh, to the left to the right there is a large uh desk with various trinkets and gizmos atop it and it looks like maybe there's ledgers or something in the shelves behind it Uh, and the majority of the room is taken up by a large round table uh, with room for you'd guess probably like up to eight chairs or so it seems like there's some chairs stacked in the corner but currently there's only four set out
2: does it does it feel like we're still in a wagon
0: Uh, you noticed as soon as you came through the door that the outside was muffled by, like, a lot. Mm. like, can barely hear the calliope.
3: Does it feel like we're moving?
0: No, it does not, but also the wagon stopped. Okay. But the idea was you guys were supposed to stop, cross, and then someone was supposed to get it moving again, so it should feel like you're moving.
3: Mm. That's fine. It's just a death trap. We've just walked into another death
2: trap. (laughs) Hmm? (laughs) MBD. This is a a beautiful place you have. Thank you, thank you. I've done some
0: renovations with the wagon. It wasn't uh, quite large enough for my personality, don't you think? <laughs> and we can also do a real quick character description on him now. that We get to have a full look see at him. JJ mm-hmm. uh, Anonymous is a very tall, thin man. He's probably around six foot eight, six foot nine. As soon as he came inside, uh, he had taken off his tall sort of stovepipe hat, which had the vertical black and red stripes like everything else he has. Uh, And you see that he just has slicked back black hair and this sort of long, curly mustache. Uh, (laughs) Noticeably, whenever you saw him outside, you could swear his eyes were gold, but now they are a deep green color. Um, And he is wearing a red suit with uh, black pinstripes.
5: A handsome man.
0: Mmm.
3: <laughs> a handsome man that I will immediately be rolling insight on.
0: This one's for all those people who love Tumblr Sexy Man. I made the one slur, but better. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
3: I really did just roll, Oz.
0: Yeah, you can insight on him.
3: Uh, but that's a dirty 20. The 19 on the dice, plus one.
0: Um, He seems on the up and up about his giving you drinks and being about business.
3: I know, but what about the vibes?
0: Nothing about him says that he has lied to you since he started talking to you.
3: Okay, so I don't feel like he's just going to immediately kill us. <laughs> or like ransom us or something.
2: No. I thought I considered really an insight, but I think Madame L recognizes him as kind of another like con man, charismatic figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think she just expects that of him. Mm hmm. And so, after mixing himself a cocktail, you know, he had a shaker,
0: tossing in a couple different, uh, liquors it looked like into it, squeeze of fresh lime and whatnot, uh, he turns around to you guys with a tray full of drinks. He's got just a glass of water, another glass of water that has, uh, a orange peel in it that is in the shape of a handlebar mustache, <laughs> uh, and then a steaming cup of tea, which you didn't see a teapot, but it is a hot cup of tea. Uh, and then, of course, there's sugar and cream on it. And he sets it down on the table and sits down across from you guys and goes, So, what is it that I, J.J. Gerononymous, greatest showman in the world, can do for you three? Would you like to be part of Acts That Astound? Yes! Magical Mysteries? Yes! perhaps trying to get away from it all. Yes. And as he says his his this his eyes coruscate through a rainbow of colors and he <laughs> sort of shoots sparks from his hands and
2: <laughs> I must say that your flyer found us exactly when we needed a place to go and so I I indeed we we are looking to to join the Circus here and and perhaps we can offer our individual skills to to further your cause
0: Of course of course and you would be fairly compensated for your work um, What exactly is it that you can do the three of you?
3: Normal things
1: I
5: can turn into animals
0: you can what
5: and then Finny turns into a cow, like the ones we saw earlier.
0: <laughs> my word, that is quite a skill you have, young man.
5: And Wallace is on top of my bag.
0: <laughs> and you have some sort of rodent with you. Yes, yes. Is, is there any other skills you are hiding from me?
5: Finny uh, shakes his head No.
0: You and Buzzwhip, young sir, will surely get along with your affinity for the woods and nature and what have you.
5: Finny turns back into a boy. Yay! So I can be in the circus?
0: Of course. I'm sure we can find some use for you.
5: Woohoo! Finny dances around with Wallace.
2: Yes, yes. A joyous day. Not to be outdone, um, (laughs) Madam Elf. It kind of steps up to the plate and says, And I have been operating for some time in Helveteer. As Madame L., the purveyor of sights unseen, I can peer into the endless spiral and contact the dearly departed of those who seek my patronage.
0: Ah, fortune teller, spiritualist, that sort of thing, huh? That
2: is correct. Mm-hmm.
0: We already have one of those. Perhaps you can assist her. I'm sure you understand seniority and all that. Ah. She's been talking for quite a while about how the the clowns just can't quite do it, but I'm sure you're more than capable. Madam L, was it? That is correct, yes. Fantastic, fantastic. And now, for the final piece of our puzzle, what shall we do with you, Mr...
3: Uh, Soren, sir, um, I have no interesting traits of note.
0: I know you said normal man things earlier, would you... <laughs> <laughs> no interesting traits. Can't explode things with your mind, or swallow nails, or something?
3: I'm I'm good with numbers. Um, um, you know, just normal things.
4: Mm. <laughs> I roll a to check! Very bad
2: one. Go for Madam it. Madam L. rolls her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a three.
0: Mm, no, I've tried the math whiz before. Never got much of a draw, that one. Something about the audiences. They just don't like feeling like you're smarter than them. Well, we can always use someone who's good at manual labor. Can you, you know, really put your back into it and <laughs> help out around here?
3: Yeah, just no. <clears throat> That will be fine. I'm not good, um... Not good with crowds, anyway.
0: Ah, behind-the-scenes man. Fantastic. Well, I'm sure we can find things for you to do. Perhaps a ticket taker, a game runner. Perhaps you could help out Buzzwhip with mucking out the cages. Well, now that that's settled, perhaps we could do a little quid pro quo. You ask some questions, I ask some questions. Do you have any questions for me? JJJ Anonymous. And as he says that, there is a fanfare of trumpets behind him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, exactly how quickly are you planning to move out of the area? Well, currently we're
0: heading north to Thraxhill. Uh, Helveteer? Unfortunately, Helveteer is... Well, a lot of nothing. Uh, a lot of small towns, and we simply can't compete with the inbuilt attractions uh, in the city, so we're moving north to Nathraxil. I've done the circuit there once or twice, that's where I found Old Grun, and they're a dour lot, but usually more than willing to pay the price of admission.
2: Excellent, yes. I imagine a a dower lot is in need of a a bit of a livening up.
0: Yes, something in the air up there, or maybe the dirt. I don't know. (laughs) Not a scientist. Anyway.
1: How did you find us?
0: Find you? Well, I didn't... You found us. I assume it was the calliope. Can be (laughs) heard for miles and (laughs) miles, and I personally always carry some wax in case I get too close. It'll cause damage, you know
2: though. The flyer did appear out of thin air.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think this was a direct selection? No, 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 no. No, I I have associates that just sort of pop them into existence around the area and get the word out, as it were. Much, much cheaper than, you know, sending runners and town criers and... Well, generally... We can be heard from far enough away, but with a place as large as Helveteer, gotta get a little tricksy with it.
3: I just want to clarify. Um, this is more of a, um, handshake agreement, correct? And we are free to leave whenever we please?
0: Of course, of course. As long as you do your job, you will be paid fairly, and... When you find it is time to part ways, then you may part ways. I... No one is beholden to me.
3: Can I roll an insight on that?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
3: sorry, he's being fine, but I'm so suspicious. I got 12.
0: He's telling the truth, as far as you can tell. No one is beholden to him. Okay. Fantastic. Well, now that that is settled and questions are answered, um, is there anything I should be aware of in regards to <laughs> your coming
2: to me. <laughs> Finny looks at Madame L nervously. I think that it would suffice to say that your exit from the state of Helveteer is uh, very timely for us, and as long as we can avoid Belial's guards, and I, I see no Certainly they would not be in Nithraxil.
0: Of course, of course. I've always found that the Helveterian God has been so draconian for a place that's so infernal. Now, uh, <laughs> feel free to rest and relax. I'm sure it's been a, a long day on the road. And once we get settled for the night, perhaps we'll get around to some introductions. Hmm?
1: Oh, yes, new friends.
0: A rest sounds splendid. Yes, of course. And I'm... I'm sorry, young sir. I don't believe I ever got your name, did I? I've picked up on some context clues, but...
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry, I turned into a cow before I could introduce myself. I'm trying to work on my manners. My name's Finnegan, but you can call me Finney. And this is
5: Wallace. He's my brother. And Wallace crawls up on top of my head.
0: Uh, of course. Uh, Wallace, I am J.J. Geronimus. The pleasure is all mine, and he holds out a f- pinky for Wallace Mm -hmm. to shake.
5: Wallace does shake.
0: Yes, of course. Well, fantastic. You don't mind? I think I'll get back out there and stretch the old legs a bit. He heads for the door and says, feel free to make yourself comfortable within the wagon here, but uh, I do request that you don't go through either of the doors than the one you came through. And he opens the main door that is the exit to this place. And as he sets a foot out to take a step down, you see his shoe just sort of start to extend.
4: Oh my god! And it
0: becomes his stilts again, and he pops back up, fifteen foot tall, out outside the side, and the door closes behind him.
1: Circus! Yeah! Wow!
0: Wallace chitters in agreement.
3: <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? We're joining the circus. We're do- we're join we're joining the circus. Yeah. What do
1: you mean?
2: Madame Ellis sitting, sipping her tea again, uh, Mr. Soren, this is not where I expected to be even, even a day ago, but we have to make the best of things, wouldn't you say? We are escaping Helveteer. That is something that, that not many people have done. Not easily, at least. And maybe this won't be so bad.
1: Yeah, Madame going to make a new friend.
2: <laughs> she grimaces.
1: <laughs> now we'll both be apprentices. Right, Madame L? Ugh.
2: Welcome back to the end of the episode everyone. Welcome! And it is the end of chapter two. Woo. In two weeks we will be joining our trio as they embark on their journey with the circus. Woo. Very exciting. There is sure to be clowns. Many clowns. clowns. So many, so many clowns. Clowns, clowns, clowns! Until then, um, why don't you go on over to bit.ly slash all necromancers. Mm-hmm. There you can find our Patreon and you can find our social media. Yay. It's all the rage I hear. Oh,
5: yes. Everyone loves it. And if you want to help us a little bit extra, you can go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review our podcast. It really helps a lot. It defeats the evil, evil algorithm that is uh, uh, like a dragon in your village that doesn't let people see your cool stuff you make.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And come to think of it, uh, another way you could support us is to go on over to our links page. And there is a link to all of our music there. If you like our music, if you like fantasy music, uh, go ahead and uh, check it out. See you in two weeks.